to the Mama Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia, and I am here with my friend, Tanner. Um, and the, the joke on my podcast is that I meet everyone at church. And so we actually, we met through someone, we met through Tara, um, but just on Facebook. So I think you technically yeah. are like one of my few folks that like didn't connect at church, um, which we, <laughs> we still obviously have love of the Lord in common, but um, Absolutely. I think that's fun to note <laughs> that I'm yeah. the norm here. So, um, so why don't you <laughs> introduce yourself? Um, tell us what you do with your with your day job, and then we'll kind of get into what you got going on. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. I I've kind of uh, when I was uh, talking to my wife about you know doing doing this podcast and everything, I had kind of uh, mentioned like, hey, yeah, this is my my clubhouse connection, where because <laughs> yes. that's kind of how on Facebook I had put out a. Uh, a message because I watched a video. I, I'd been hearing all about Clubhouse, and then I watched a YouTube video. It was like, "How to get an invite to Clubhouse?" I literally just searched it. I watched this video, and it was like, "Just put out a, a post." And I thought, "Okay, I'll do that." And then, sure enough, uh, yeah, you were tagged in the post, and then uh, yeah. the, the, so got, I was able to get on a Clubhouse that way. So I appreciate your uh, yes. your help in that way. How um, are you? How, sorry to interrupt, but how are you enjoying Clubhouse? Because I'm strictly just a listener at this point. I haven't actually created content, and I actually still have like seven invites left. They keep giving me more. Um, so if anybody listening, or if you know anybody, like hit me up. I still have those invites. But how are you um, enjoying it as a content creator? Yeah, I, I think same boat as you. I have I haven't yet to to host a, a room or a chat or anything. Um, but just so just kind of taking it in as far as uh, listening to some of the, the different content creators and um, just getting a sense of like where where my uh, content, where my, my brand might fit into the whole uh, ecosystem. Uh, but but yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it. It's a, it's a unique uh, format that uh, especially, you know, people that I think, you know, that might that would listen to, to your podcast and others uh, would probably ascribe too well just because of the, the audio nature of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm holding out. I told someone the other day, I was like, it kind of feels like eavesdropping right now because I'm not <laughs> content, but it's still cool. If you can find people that are talking about things you like, it's cool to eavesdrop, but I'm holding out because Instagram has announced that they are testing a clubhouse like mm -hmm. feature. So Instagram is my favorite platform right now. I love how they have so many different places you can put content. So I'm actually like holding out. I'm like, Maybe not get so invested in Clubhouse, but let me see what Instagram is going to do. But, um, sure. but yeah. Okay. So back to you, tell us a little bit about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, from the, the central Kansas area, um, Wichita primarily, um, been married for eight years now uh, to my, my wonderful wife, Casey. And uh, we have two, two little kids, a five-year-old girl, uh, one-year-old boy. So we're, we're certainly enjoying the uh, family life, uh, you know, of, of having uh, young kids at home. Yeah. Uh, vocationally, I'm a, I'm a pastor, um, so I, I've done that for the past um, couple years, as far as primarily in uh, children's ministry. Um, so serving in in that capacity, and that in a lot of ways is what uh, spurred my interest and um, really my pursuit of of what I'm doing now, um, which is a uh, what I'm calling a secrets, secrets to family is the brand name. Um, cause I had started off ju just in my, you know, day-to-day, -day, um, vocation, a lot of my, um, work centers around, you know, helping families as far as, uh, primarily obviously as a pastor in, in their, um, walk and discipleship 
uh, in following Jesus. And so a lot of my content um, does obviously has that element of faith. Uh, but my wife and I both, we, we really share a passion for helping families, what we call do life better together. So just that element of like, yes, we're a family, but how do we actually go about the, the day-to-day uh, practical aspects of doing life together and doing that really well, um, especially when, as I'm learning, and maybe you can attest to that, you know, you're, you only have a, a very short window of time uh, in this season of life with, you know, having uh, kids at home, whether they're still young or, you know, in their teenage years, high school, you know, those kinds of things. Um, but it is a short window. And so wanting to just help families make the most of that time together. And so I started to share a lot of content uh, just organically and on my, on my social media platforms, uh, just of, of things that we're doing and learning. Uh, and so that was really what, what spurred the shift of, well, maybe it'd be a good time for me to bring a little bit more organization to the content instead of just kind of sharing it out, you know, to friends and family on social media and things, but trying to bring a little bit more organization to the content of how, how could I structure it in a way that maybe someone who uh, is, is needing or wanting this type of material could actually take it and then put it into practice. So that, that's kind of what, that's how the, the secrets to family brand kind of, kind of came to be. Very cool. I love that you're coming at it from a, a biblical perspective. And I love that your, your day job, your adult job kind of led into this passion project. Um, yeah. And you're totally right. I have friends that are like youth pastors and children's ministry and they, yes, they're there to dis- disciple our children, but they're also the people that parents come to when their kids come to them with something that they, that they weren't expecting, that they don't know how to handle, that they're not sure the biblical response to like, you guys are the, the first line of defense when a parent is like, <laughs> help, I'm over my head, you know? So right. you do kind of, I'm sure I'm purely assuming, but I'm, but from others that I've heard you, you do end up hearing more than just, you know, how to get them to memorize scripture. You end up taking on a lot more that families deal with. And so, um, I think I know so many moms that are just looking for very practical advice, like what are actual things that I can implement, not just an overall, you know, strategy or theory about running a household, but how can I actually get to the root of the problem? What's something I can implement? Um, and I think too, people love to have people, they want to learn from people that are authentic and people that are going through it. Like I think some like family advice strategists, you know, there's no kids in their house and they think because I've got kids off to college, I've done the thing, I'm good. But things that we're dealing with now are so different than what like my parents dealt with. Um, And so I like that you guys, even though your kids are young, like you're feeling like you want to lead from the middle while you're going through it. And that's going to go further, I think, than like, oh, look at my doctor and lawyer kids, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're absolutely right. I mean, with leading from the middle, I like that you, how, how you, you phrase that. I mean, that that's, I hadn't really ever thought of it that way, but that's, you know, that's certainly what we're doing. I mean, when, when my wife and I talk about the different content that we're creating, like it's, it's, you know, we're, we're kind of filtering it through the lens of like, what are we doing? What are we learning? And that, and that's, and it just goes hand in hand. And, and I've, I've shared things that it's like, we did, uh, you know, the day before. And we said, okay, here's what we did. Here's what we learned from it. And then let's try this. And then I've even had stuff where it's like, we're going to try this because I, here's, 
here's where, here's kind of a roadblock we're hitting. And we want to, here's kind of our goal and then come back and say, yeah, that didn't work at all. So um, <laughs> we just kind of keep, keep going. So yeah, so definitely leading from the middle in that way. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest things I tell folks. So I have a 13 year old and a seven year old. And with my 13 year old, like we have learned along the way, the biggest, one of the biggest things you have to like be ready to do when parenting is you have to pivot. What works, what worked for my same 13 year old when he was six, seven, eight, ten, 10, like didn't continue working. We have had to pivot and adjust how we're getting to his heart and how we're motivating. So yeah, I love that. It's like, yeah. okay, that, that one didn't work. Let's, let's move on to the next one. Cause it's <laughs> so real. Sometimes it doesn't, the, the, the strategy doesn't match the kid, you know? So Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I saw that you had a form for this mastering the mundane report. Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. And then I know that you have some content that goes along with that um, report, which I'm going to link to where you guys can get this if you're interested in it. Um, but tell me a little bit about that, uh, that idea behind that. Yeah. So the, the idea behind that actually started, uh, this was several years ago, probably when our, 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 our five-year-old daughter, when she was first born, um, you know, so th this is where kind of that started. At the time, I was working um, not in uh, full-time vocational ministry, um, uh, was just more so serving in our church in kind of a part-time capacity uh, at that time and working, uh, you know, a full-time uh, day job. And as I started to just look at my calendar, I kind of made this uh, connection that I only have such a, a finite period of time every day um, in different windows with my child. And, you know, be, being a new parent at that time, I really wanted to just master the time uh, or, or maximize the time that, that we had together. And, you know, as of in that season of life, in this current season, uh, I can, we kind of, we, like we were talking about before uh, the episode that, uh, uh, that we went on my family, my family and I went on vacation, you know, week before last, but we don't go on vacation every week, right? It's and not every week is, is vacation week. And so there is that repetitive nature of the day to day, week to week, uh, life in, in, in family life. And so what I wanted to do is kind of take a different approach to it, say, okay, what are the things that I'm doing every single day that, you know, we would consider sometimes mundane that I could maybe, reframe to not just be a task, uh, but act, actually be more so an experience. Because if it's something we're doing all the time, uh, imagine, you know, if you're, if you're doing the same thing every day and you're doing it for, let's say it accumulates to, you know, an hour a week, well, the course of a year you have, you know, let's say minus two weeks for vacation or whatever, uh, you have 50 hours to do something. Uh, you can get a lot done. It might not seem like it in an hour, but when you look at, okay, if I got 50 hours, wow, what can I really accomplish in this time? And so that's where uh, this project was really um, started, was that I wanted to be present with my child for the time that I was available, you know, that, that I wasn't at work and they weren't asleep. <laughs> those, are, those are kind of the windows that I'm home and they're awake. And so I wanted to just be present as a parent and, and start by just mastering the mundane. And so... Obviously, households can can um, look different with with what they might consider those tasks. I had developed a few very generic ones um, that worked for for our household, uh, 
and in the in the free report that that, uh, that you mentioned that'll um, people can can uh, request access to um, it'll kind of walk through all these in, in better detail and give people like actionable um, you know questions and steps to think through to actually put this into practice for their own household um, but like one of them was uh, pretty simple it was mealtime you know we we were very used to uh, having meals together as a family, whether it be uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or maybe it's just breakfast in the morning before, you know, dad or mom or both go off to work, dinner in the evening, whatever it might be, instead of approaching that like, okay, we're sitting down to, to you know, like, like you, you know, I, like I say to my kids a lot, like, eat your food, like you got to, we got to eat our food, but maybe there's something we can add to it that will help make this an experience and not just the task of, well, it's time to eat. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up where it was like, even like preparing the food was like, I have to do this. You know, my mom had four, four children and it was like a thing that needed to be checked off. She had to feed us, she had to cook. And so when I was an adult, I was woefully unprepared to be a wife in the kitchen to be a mom in the kitchen because my mom didn't mm. have time to slow down and like teach me those things understandably with I mean she had three young kids you know boom 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 one right after another practically um and so now we're we're really big on like we we also homeschool so we do have three meals together a day but like dinner is our, yeah. sweet, our sweet time like we really try to um you know I get joy out of preparing that and taking the time to do that. Um, and I love what you said about making it an experience, not just like, Oh, we're having dinner. Cause like, I have to feed you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I love the idea of creating those experiences. And I, and I love the whole idea of, of enjoying the mundane because we see, we, you've probably seen the same reports that I have seen that people are restless and depressed and anxious. And I think a lot of that comes from like, they're just not happy. Like, it's like they expect the vacation life 24 seven, like they're yeah. told that is going to be it when they're an adult, but it's really not so much of it is just being content in where you're at. And so I love modeling that and putting experiences around something as simple as like dinner or like the new thing in our house is unloading the dishes. It's usually my oldest job, but now I have my youngest okay. helping him with anything that's below, like anything that is stored in the lower cabinets. My seven-year-old does it. And so now it's oh. a whole cute thing where instead of being like, oh, you forgot to do it again, you know, it's like they do it together <laughs> and they're like, we've got my assignments ready to go. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, they, they, like people have to enjoy those things. Um, you reminded me of, there's like a, like a Facebook meme that goes around. It's like basically complaining about like, I can't believe I have to just plan meals every day for my family. And it's so exhausting. And I really don't get that because I'm like, I enjoy like it's that yeah that's me that's that's my job that's my role and yeah. I get I don't know I think it's a, a difference between someone that's mastered the mundane and someone that is just trying to check things off the list they have to do like I enjoy yeah. making the plan of the meal and and seeing them when they finally eat it so right yeah. no you're, you're absolutely right and I mean one of the you know one of the the things another one of the uh, ideas that, that I give in the, in the free report is that of bedtime. You know, what do we, a lot of people call it a bedtime routine, right? <laughs> or routine by in nature is repetitive. And if we're, if, if we can approach it and I think a lot of times, and I noticed this for myself. And, and so th this is kind of where this was coming from is that I noticed that I was much more 
task oriented um, when my energy level was low. So if I came home from a long day of work, you know, maybe a tough day, whatever it was, and I'm just like, I'm tired myself. That's when my task oriented side would come out. And it's like, we got to get, you know, our teeth brushed. We got to get pajamas that we got like, like, check, 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 bedtime done. Uh, and, and, and we, you know, move on. And now it's like time for bed. <laughs> yeah. But um, when, so, so what I started to do was implement some strategies to intentionally uh, conserve or restore energy in kind of the mid part of the afternoon. So that kind of like you're talking about of, of um, you know, that, that, that piece of contentment is that that was kind of a practical way that I helped myself to, in a sense, be more content because I, I wasn't exhausted physically. And so I felt more uh, present mentally. Yeah. So I, I started to implement some strategies to either conserve or in a sense, create energy uh, in the, in the early or the mid part of the afternoon um, so that I, I didn't feel just exhausted physically, either getting home or in the, in the earlier, later part of the evening uh, for bedtime routine. I mean, that was something we did every single day. And I knew we were going to do it every day. And so I wanted to, to create more of an experience around that so that, yes, we have the checklist of like, here's the things we do for bedtime routine. But one of the things, you know, like, like my daughter, uh, she's five years old, very conversational. So we, we make, um, you know, we, we, we almost try to make bedtime routine a little bit of a continuation of the evening festivities, but then also simultaneously a winding down to bedtime. So if it's just continuing to like conversate and, and not have this like, task oriented, like, okay, brush your teeth and then do this and this and this. Um, it's just kind of a continuation, uh, of, of the evening. And then, uh, we have story time and try to, um, make some, some, some like planning around that of, of actually thinking about like, you know, what are we reading and, and, um, how, how long are those stories? And, and sometimes we, we change it up in the sense of like, maybe some nights, uh, I'll tell a, a, a true story. You know, she likes hearing true stories of like me and, and, and my wife and, 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 you know, kind of our uh, life together, you know, before kids, you, you know, and, and things like that, um, making up stories, you know, so, so, so switching it up, having some variety. Uh, but the primary um, driver of that was just being able to be not tired physically so that I could be uh, more present mentally. And that's really helped in, um, in, in helping to make that more of an experience. Uh, as opposed to just kind of like we're talking about a, a mundane task that we just kind of hurry through uh, to, to end the day. Yeah. You know, I was just at um, a homeschool conference last Friday and Saturday, and I don't remember what workshop I was in, but the, the speaker was talking specifically about bedtime and how regardless of the age, whether they're teenagers or young, like, you know, ours, like five, seven, um, there's just this time right before bed where like they're also tired from the day and they're like physically, emotionally getting ready to wind down and how they are so conversational at that time and how the questions and the stories and the things that come up. And they said not to, not to use that time as a time to be like, oh, you did this good, but you did this bad. Like, don't give them a report on their day, but just yeah. purely, purely conversate with them. And it's, it's really true. Like I've been trying to just like ask probing questions. Um, 
when they're all tucked in and yeah, it's, and I've talked to other parents too. And they're like, yeah, that's the time where they like asking about you and your wife before kids, like, you know, I don't know that that would come up throughout the busyness of the day. And so, yeah, it was, there was, there was psychological proof that that sweet spot when they're tucked in and they're winding down is when they wonder and they conversate. And when it's a good time for you to put, you know, to say important things to them. And so, yeah, I love the, we might have to do a whole different bedtime uh, experience for summer. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, that's honestly, I mean, you you just, you bring that up. It's like, that's such the cool thing that I think about family life is that every family's different. Every kid is different. And it's just like this, I don't, I don't know what, what the best way to say it is. It's like, there's, there, there's principles, there's principles, uh, that, that work, you know, as far as, uh, in, in anything, there, there are principles and, uh, you know, whether it be in principles of, you know, surrounding, uh, how, how to have a healthy marriage and principles in parenting and, and obviously approaching all of these from a biblical worldview, um, certainly has a lot of, um, weight in, in, in how that, in that decision process and, and how we, um, go about, you know, living our daily life. But other than that, there's so much, uh, room to just for, for creativity and you don't have to do, uh, family life the way that, uh, everyone else does it. You don't have to do it, uh, how you were brought up, uh, having, uh, different parts of your childhood or family life, um, but, but that's the cool part is that you, you can take the good uh, and, 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 re, and, and repurpose that in, in your own life, but then you can also um, do things that are more customized to, to where your family's at in not only for each child, but also in, in the season of life, whether it be the you know, nature <laughs> seasons or just the different seasons of life, having uh, younger kids or, or they're getting a little bit older and, and those kinds of things. So that, that, that's what is just so exciting to me about uh, family is, is that it, it really can be what, what you, what you make it. And, and so that, that's, that's really the heart behind wanting to help people, uh, do life better together as a family. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So two last questions for you. One, if people are interested, um, beyond the, the form and the free report, if they're just interested in connecting with you, maybe doing more, um, you know, whatever you have next coming, I want to know yeah. where, where they can connect with you on that. Where's the best way for someone to, to find you. And then two, I'd love to know kind of what you see coming next for the brand, for the um, secrets, secrets to family. Um, if there's anything you can tease us with or anything you've got, um, you know, cooking up in there. <laughs> yeah. So right now, I mean, it's, it's very early on. And so uh, this, this right now is really starting as a passion project. Uh, kind of like we talked about earlier of just, uh, a continuation or a little bit more organization to the, the types of content that I've already uh, had already been previously thinking around and sharing. So right now, the best way is uh, on social media, uh, Facebook or Instagram. Uh, we have our Secrets to Family uh, Facebook page, Secrets to, and then uh, at Secrets to Family uh, on Instagram, the handle there. Okay. Um, those are the two best ways. Um, I've got... And then I've got things in the works as far as like um, getting the website will be secrets to family.com uh, and things like that. But I'm working, working on those things. Yeah. Uh, well, and this yeah. is great. So I'll definitely find you on Facebook and Instagram and link to those in the episode notes. But just like I was telling Matt and Kenna from Mana Coffee last episode, 
the most yeah. exciting brands are the ones where you're sharing your progress with us. Like yeah. people, it's authentic, it's exciting. We get to feel like we're there, you know, from the ground up, so to speak. And so, yeah, we'll I'll definitely encourage everyone to go and follow you guys um, and see as this, you know, comes to life. Um, if we can't, like you said, do life better together. And I'm really big on people sharing their stories. That's the only hope we have in encouraging each other along the way. Um, and who doesn't need encouragement, but parents in 2021, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. So, absolutely. Okay, guys, I only have one ad for you today, and that is uh, for Fabletics. I'm sure you guys have seen me post or share about them before. They are doing a 70% off everything sale for Memorial Day weekend. So that is for new VIPs. When you sign up as a VIP, you get 70% off your order. So that is a really good deal on really high quality athleisure. So if you are needing to stock up for summer athleisure or or uh, if you just feel like shopping for comfy clothes, this is a really good deal. So I will post my referral link in the episode notes. You can also find it on my in my Instagram bio. That is a, an affiliate link. So if you go through and end up taking advantage of the deal, I'll get a little kickback. So it's a great way to show your support for the show. So I appreciate everyone that shopped last time. They did a good deal. So um, stay tuned. The next couple weeks, I am still doing my True Crime and Housewives podcast with my friend Tasha. I'm also going to be recording with the guys from the Wichita podcast. Uh, and then I've got all kinds of fun stuff coming later in the summer. So stay tuned for that and have a great weekend. All right. Bye. Bye.